Welcome team. So when I call you guys team, you know what I mean by that is I want to surround you with people that will help you no matter what your game is. And my mission is to bring the people who are at the top of their game, no matter what their game is. So today I'm joined by a very good friend of mine, Norm Black. Would like to thank the sponsor of this podcast, Tripper Deal. They make travel dreams come true. Find great deals and holiday packages at amazing prices with award-winning online travel agent, tripperdeal.com.au. Norm, I'm so pumped to have you sitting here because I tell everyone the best learnings I ever do are just sitting over a coffee, just sitting over at lunch, maybe a beer even. And I've done that with you, you numerous times and every time I finish talking to you, I've learnt something. So today, there's listeners driving the car, listening to this. There's maybe listeners having a walk, possibly around beautiful Byron, where you're from. And I don't even know where this conversation is going to take us. But I'd love to start with your story. Like, the Tripperdeal story is fascinating. I'd love to just share that story right from the start. Because, I mean, we did talk about you had... uh, you had three kids under three. You have four kids, you have right? Four kids, but yeah. At the time it started, you had three kids under three. Yeah, yeah. No, well, actually, four, four, four. Not under three, but three under three, but four, four in the team. Yeah. yeah wow. So. Uh, uh, well, actually, why don't we start with what is Tripperdeal and how big is it, and then let's go back to how it started. Yeah. No. Well, you're you're very flattering with your words, H. I mean, I. I sort of talk about surrounding yourself with good people and, mate, I always uh, I get something out of our conversations too. So it's both ways, mate. Um, but, yeah, the Tripperdeal story, uh, it's, a, uh, it's an online travel company which um, pretty much brings bucket list travel uh, deals from around the world and, uh, and makes them affordable to the masses. So making bucket list uh, travel dreams come true. Is a, it's a, as simple as that. So, yeah. and that was your vision right from the start. That was the the vision. So, I mean, from the day one, our vision was: why should it only be the wealthy that have the ability to experience the what the world has to to offer? How can we find a way to allow much broader amount of uh, people, community cross section, get out and see the world? And um, that's been our our goal it's been in, every day and a reset when we talk in any of our meetings as a, as a executive group or right across the company if you go and ask anyone in that company right now what is Tripodil's key goal to achieve and that is to make travel dreams come true and you do it I mean I've I've gone through Tripodil myself for a while there I was making regular trips up and back from the Gold Coast as you know they were through Tripperdeal. I've had a couple of international tours and I love working with your staff there. I didn't even bother you about it, but your staff were fantastic, made everything so simple. But I need to tell the listeners how big this company is. Like, you were the fastest growing business in Australia two years in a row. Two years in a row, yeah. So that was, that was um, you know, coming from very humble beginnings, which was two blokes with an idea and... Uh, that sort of come for eight years now. This is our eighth year. And um, in 16 and 2016, 2017, we were the fastest growing company in Australia. So that was, the first time we got it was incredible because um, actually no one had ever won that accolade outside of um, a, a city area. Yeah, right. So to, to win that, to win it on 
to win it, but to win it in a country town, which Byron, you know, even though it's this major tourist spot, as you know, yeah, you'd peel it back, still a country town. So that was pretty incredible, you know. That was sort of a surreal scenario when, uh, you know, BRW contacted us and said, you're actually the fast-growing company in Australia. Wow. So, and I mean, a bit of a follow-on story from that is the year we won it, we grew 1,160%. And people look at that and think, that's unreal. Well, that's unreal. But you imagine having a business and trying to manage a business that grows that fast. It was insane. I mean, it was just, it was, I, I, I always say, people say, what was it like? So it was like a boat that was full of holes and you were just putting, trying to bung every hole you could before you sunk the ship to wow. get through. Because you started on your own, you and yeah. a mate. Yeah. And yeah. now you employ, uh, what was it, around 150 people? 100, about 120 people. 120 people up yeah. in Byron and about 1,000 around the country. Around the world, about 1,000 contractors, yeah, yeah on, any, wow. on any given day. And that's in eight years. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, if you often I talk about this, and when I, when I, if I sit down and take the time to reflect, which I don't, yeah, lot, no one really does. A lot of us probably need to take that time to reflect, yeah, a bit like yourself. You reflect yep. on the journey and what you're achieving, what you're doing, yeah, you sort of go, Wow, really? But when you're in it and you're doing it, you just do it, you just do it, yeah. When I have these moments where I sit down and have a chat with a guy like you, I go, Wow. Oh, where is that us? Is that me? Am I actually doing that? Yeah. Because it, it, you just do it. You just get in and do it, you know? If you actually look back and looked at the size of it all and looked at the, the level of what you had to do to try and get to where you are, you wouldn't do it. So what? talk to me about some of the things you did have to do to, right from the start. Like you started from very humble beginnings. Very humble beginnings. And now you're a global <laughs> company. One of the biggest in Australia, the biggest media spend in Australia. Your brand is seen everywhere. I see it on the back of sporting teams' jerseys. You watch a Friday night footy game and you'll you'll see it on the back of a jersey or a front of a jersey. You'll see signage everywhere. I open the newspaper. I see triple deal deals everywhere. Like You're a big spender now in that space. But it started very, very humble. Like Take me to the very start. Yeah, so the, to, to skin it right back to the beginning... Um, and this is always a good, I always like to share this story because I, I, the reason I like to share it is because I, I say it to anyone wanting to have a crack, you really can build something from nothing into something mega. If you believe in it and if you're consistent and you show up. So a couple of guys, my mate Richard, he was, um, he was working out of his laundry in Bali, publishing and doing the, you know, doing all his marketing, writing the script. I was chasing the deals, running the phone in Australia, doing it all from here. One guy. Wow. And uh, literally rolled the dice. So we started out and said, right, this is a great idea. We know, we believe in this idea. So I've never had a boss, which we talked about. Yeah. I had a lot of businesses. So I did a lot of businesses and I did, you know, like anyone who's in business for themselves, sometimes you'll have wins. Everyone loves to talk about the wins. They don't like yeah. talking about the losses. Bit like a heart monitor, yeah. win, loss, win, loss, but not really knocking anything out of the park, you know. Yeah. But what I thought, if I take all those wins, focus on how how were the ones that I did well, the ones that didn't do well, what, what, what didn't I do well? Focused on focused on my losses. Said, okay, I'm never going to do that again. Let's. So I went in there this time conscious of every move you made, you thought about the move before you made it, right? Yeah. Because anytime you come undone, you sit back and anyone who comes undone in business, they go, 
I kind of felt that wasn't going to work. Well, it's if like it wasn't going to work, it's, not, it's like playing chess. Yeah. So we all just we all just race in without thinking about our move. Yeah. And then we go, oh my, you know, you talk to people who've failed or went broke. They go, yeah, I had a feeling. Yeah. So no one really goes into these things. They say they didn't realise, but they knew if they had a thought about it, right? So it was let's start a business and let's be conscious of every move we make. Yeah. And let's make them only do a thing if we're cash positive. Yeah. Which meant lean, super lean. Two guys setting yeah. up a business. So, you know, Rich was in his laundry. I was in my little tiny two-metre by three-metre dungeon in Byron. Beautiful Byron. It's stuck in a little dungeon in the industrial state. And off we went with blind optimism that we we're going to take on the world and change the travel industry. And even in those toughest times, and I mean, during that first 12 months, it was tough. No money coming in, young family, chewing through any savings. It was getting to the point of like, oh, my God. So, But nothing had changed. Even though it, we had little snippets of success, it was starting to happen. But how do you get the word out there when you've got no money? So the big step was we've got to tell people what we got. We knew we had something really good. Like a lot of people who start things, they go, we've got something really good. That doesn't matter if you can't tell people. So it was newspapers. We've got to tell the story. We've got to get this message out there. So, of course, we started off with a product, which we knew we did it all ourselves. We took out all the middlemen, so we stripped it back. So one of the first products we did was Alaska Canada, a $15,000 product that we could deliver to people for $5,000, staying in the same hotels, on the same ships, doing everything as the $15,000 product. So into the papers, and the other one was China, which we're doing for, I think at the time was two grand. We now do that for $999, but anyway, it's a different story. But, so, but imagine we go into the newspaper. So we're that excited. We've, we've taken the plunge. We're, not, we're on, on casual rates. So if anyone advertises the newspaper the first time, they just go in and get obliterated with the costings. Yeah. But we're in. We've got to tell the story. So we're glorified gambling. Right? That's how I, if you went to the TAB, people would think you're a gambling addict. But if you put an ad in a paper for $20,000, you are just doing business, right? And, of course, we went in with a deal that was too good to be true. No one had ever heard of Tripodil doing a $5,000 Alaska trip. This, what's the one thing you learn in life from a kid? What's one thing your mum and dad have told you? It's too good to be true. It's not true. Yeah. So we went out with a product that was too good to be too true. Too good to be true. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't even move the dials. Yeah, right? wow. Like, wow, okay, hang on. So you had to put it to 15 grand. Go again. <laughs> no, go again. Same again. We, Same we believed again. in the product. That yeah, was, our, yeah, that was yeah. our whole mission statement was to deliver bucket list experiences yeah, right. at an affordable rate for the masses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we can't move from what we believe in. Yeah. We go again. Slight movement because it's our second ad, right? So, I mean, these are $20,000 bets, I might add, from someone coming off. So, you know. Yeah. Fine, still didn't move it enough to be paying for the ads right so we're going in deeper third ad moves it a bit more but not still not enough to cover costs it's like going in with so believe just totally believe it's just got to be consistency we've got to be consistent so they trust us yeah last one anyway we run out of cash so we're into i'm like okay i've got to leverage the house you know run out of cash totally run out of cash got to leverage the house Got to put a, got to get a, a, an advance on the on a mortgage on the house to run an ad in what the newspaper. What was your wife like at this stage? Well, that thank God she was supportive what a and, and believed in you. believed in the vision. Right? Oh, wow. So that's always got to. That you know, would put some stress on a family. Well, four you know kids. how many things fall apart in those sort of situations. Ooh. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna gamble the house on a uh, an ad in the in the in the Telegraph. Anyway, fourth ad in 
it worked. It worked. Monday started. They started buying. They started. Okay, you've been here for four weeks. You're not a fly-by-nighter. You you know, not enough to, you know, turn the dolls crazy. Yeah. But enough to say, hang on, this is something. Got our money back. Started turning our money back. Off we went again. Break even. Off we went again. Break even. Rolled the dice all the way through. Still never took any money out of this business for one and a half years, right? Lived on the absolute skin of our pants, I love right? this. Yeah. Skin of our pants. You imagine. This is, you've taken it there. You've got four kids. You're rolling. In this time, my wife's went and got a teaching degree just to keep food on the table, right? Wow. And we're both. This is both of us. This goes across both both, both yeah. myself and, and Richard, the partner. Yeah. And um, we've totally rolled the dice down to nothing, Okay. But absolute belief, absolute focus, absolute positivity never waved. Every day was positive. Yeah. On the darkest hours when we knew how rough it was in our home lives, yeah. as far as finance, we believed and we stayed positive. And, you know, from that day forth, we kept on that. We never altered our, our course, you know, of what, what projection, what where we wanted to get to. Yeah. And, and believed. And... Um, you know, through all these different things, navigated our ways through, kept growing, just kept growing, 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 and trust come into it because consistency breeds trust. And then obviously people started taking lots of holidays. Yeah. Coming back going, wow, I just did the five grand holiday and I was sitting next to the people having dinner who paid 15. Can you imagine how upset they were when they found out I paid five? Yeah. So word of mouth becoming our greatest friend. So, you know, and, you know, the rest is sort of history now as we continue to roll history. through. And, and, I mean, look, still we, we, we still run, you know, to this day because we've come from such humble beginnings, because we've come from such oily rags. Mate, I'll leave that office most days and I'll walk around and switch all the air conditioners and lights off. Yeah. Because I still value a dollar. You still value it. And we never stop valuing a dollar. And then when we got into this process of, you know, getting into the big league of marketing, to this day we still manage every, every cent we spend – has to give us a return. So we me- we measure well, all our returns. That's worth uh, mentioning because back then you were gambling on $20,000 ads. Hope you don't mind me mentioning, but I did read somewhere your company spent $30 million in advertising last yeah, yeah. year. Yeah, well, that, that... You are a big spender. We are a big spender. But, I mean, if you skin it down, we probably didn't spend $30 million, but, but that's what the, was, the, the measured value in the that's what uh, was QI indexing is $30 yeah. Million. yeah, so we... We, You'll roll we, with that. We spend yeah. a little bit more than twenty thousand these days. But, yes, yeah. <laughs> but but it all remains relative. If, if you're not yes. if you're not if you're not making money, yep. you can't spend that money. I mean, if you're not if you're not cash positive and registering profits, yeah, you're not in business. Can I talk to you about your energy? Because your energy is contagious, without a doubt. And I've been in your headquarters in Byron, and it was the same. That place was buzzing. The day you brought me in there, you had Tim Cahill there. He's an ambassador of yours and a global superstar. And I don't think it was just because he was there. I think it's just how your staff live. Like it's the energy in that room is contagious. Is that something you deliberately worked on? Have you recruited people of that type? Because it's what I felt when I was there. Yeah, look, I mean, so often people walk in the office, that's the first thing they say to us. Wow, there's so much energy in this office. They can feel it. I mean, look, one of our things has always been, still is, you spend most of your life working. So if you aren't having fun at work, what's the point? Yeah. You know? And we, I mean, we still look at it all the time as like, do your job, but have fun. Yeah. Enjoy it. If you're not enjoying it, 
probably not the right place to be working anymore. Is it harder to manage that as it gets bigger and bigger? Because we, you know, you're sitting with me now, you're a guest at the New South Wales State of Origin camp. We, we are like one tight family, but there's only about, you know, we've got 18 players and let's say about 10 staff directly every day with the team. We roll like a bit of a family. Yep. We trust each other. We've got each other's back. We enjoy each other's company. We love our work, all that stuff. But it's a relatively small group. Does that get harder to manage as the staffs get bigger and bigger? Look, if, you, if you've got that, you know what level you've brought of tightness into that group and what respect for each other. You enjoy each other's company. You enjoy being here. You just said to me earlier, you're upset that it's ending, right? Yeah. So we've got that same culture across the majority of the people who've been on this ride. And that just transfers. If you've got managers at managers' levels who absolutely get up in the morning and going to work's a pleasure, they're pretty pretty sure they're going to transfer that through to the rest through of the Through to their crew. stuff, yeah. And look, yeah. I mean, we're really conscious even at where we are now. Okay, we're not such a small business anymore, but I always make time. The person I go and seek a lot of counsel off at different times for what, what our customers are saying is the person who's answering the phone. They're, the person who answers the phone at my business, to our customer service team, I see them as the most important asset in the business. People say, really? Because they're the only people in my business that people ever get to see or talk to. So uh. so I continue, every week, I make, no matter how busy the week is, I make sure there's time that I go down and touch base with all these crew that are young, enthusiastic people that have come into our customer service team, they're energised, because the first experience they get is a positive experience. And if I get mm. a positive experience, what do we do? I want to go and get another positive. I want to talk to you again yeah. because you yeah. gave me a positive experience. So, yeah, we've grown, but, I mean, the one conscious effort I'll always make, no matter how big we get, is to ensure that person who's at the at the coalface and um, they're the people I want to connect with. Yeah. I want, I want to be able to ensure that what my blueprint is somehow gets transferred down to those guys. Yeah. What we believe in, who we are, what, what, what our business is about, one of them to see who we really are, not this big faceless giant yeah you know we'll always be conscious of that that's really important and now all the managers who are the head of the departments that's their focus is to continue letting them know what what is tripodil actually has a heart yes you know it's not this big company now that grew from nothing you know the story can be be a wonderful little fairy tale but if that's where it ends as a fairy tale for me it's like we have, we failed I've, i'll look at that and go i've failed because you'd want to transfer you're gonna you might be here all you know forever yeah yeah you want that culture. We talk about culture. You guys now have set a, a blueprint for culture, for what it means to be. And I don't, and I don't think I'm speaking out of line. It's, that's the difference. It mm. hasn't always been there. Or it hasn't been there as strong. Yeah. And that's, you know, there's a, there's a real synergy with how you, you think. Yeah. How, you know, you got Freddie and how you guys are thinking and approaching things. It's no different to running a business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Much the same. You've, you've yeah. started to run it and go, you know what? Yeah, we're 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 a rugby league team, but we actually we got some strong beliefs in what yeah. we do here. Well, my personal philosophy in my role every day, I have to show that I care, show I care. Now that can come across in many ways. Show I care about the little things, the little details. Show I care about a person. Show I care about working hard. Show like my little philosophy is show you care. That's my little thing yeah. that I tell myself every day. And I ask myself every day, did you show your care today? Yeah. Or if let's say I'm starting the day with a bit of breathing or meditation or let's say I'm trying to set my intentions for the day, it will be 
show I care about something. Like, yeah. depends what we've got on the schedule. Um, do you have your own little routine? Like, what well, do you well, have a way to I, keep your mind clear and do you have a little f- focus? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've got a few little focuses, but it's just touching on that show you care. The reason why for guys like yourself, why it comes, it comes naturally, right? So you yeah. say you've got to show you care. It's because you really do care. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. If you were the, the guy who had to consciously adjust yourself to show you care, yeah. guess what? They'll pick that out. People will pick that out in a yeah, heartbeat. Yeah, guy's yeah. not real. It's not yeah. from his heart. Yes. The fact that guys like you and I actually really do care, we, we don't have to yeah. act. Yeah. We care. Yeah. It doesn't matter who that is. It doesn't matter if that's the person on the on the you know the lowest ebb in your business you actually care about their welfare you care about who they are yeah not just care about what they do for your business but you care about them yeah that's where you know and even in a rugby league team they, those those guys know you care about them as a human being first and foremost yeah changes the whole thing yeah it does same man. in a business and i um i kind of like my father's a coach world-class yep. coach i've been surrounded by coaches ever since I can remember sitting at a dinner table with other coaches as a kid, you know, like, yeah. so that's all I've ever known is, and if I look at, if I, you ask me about coaches that I idolise maybe or look up to and you ask me about their characteristics, they're all people that, or let's say they're people I've had the privilege of spend time with, like they're sitting at a table with and learning from, they're all people that really care. Like you think of the greatest coaches, Wayne Bennett cares about his players, players love him back. Think about a Sir Alex Ferguson, cares about his players like a family, they love him back. Think about Brad Fittler, cares about his players. Like he, We had to let tell Nathan Cleary this week, listen, mate, we don't think you can play. Brad Fittler was nearly crying. Yeah. Left his sunglasses on, gave him a hug. to, And then on the flip side of that, he then rang Mitchell Pearce and had the thrill of his life, that phone call. Yeah. To let, you know, like... Yeah. But you think of the qualities of all these people... They show they care, and it comes naturally. But that's probably that's been my influence over time. Yeah. Well, you think um, about you think about how you've been programmed, which you don't even know. As a kid, the times when you know, and I played a lot of footy growing up. Yeah. Times when you played your hardest, you gave it everything. For me, is when your dad's there, mm. because you know, out of everyone, who cares the most? Mm. Your dad, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a real simple thing. So it doesn't matter whether it's in business, it's in a rugby league team. Yep. That, as a, as a human program, how we've been programmed from when we're little, when we know that someone is there with a focus point on us for caring, our performance will exceed what we would normally do because we're trying to exceed expectation of the person who cares. Yeah. yeah. It's the same as business. The same as business. It's no different. You care about your employees. They and the moment I don't feel like... The boss cares about me. Yep. I'm a disengaged employee. Yep. What happens? I leave. Yep. I move on. Or I'm sloppy in how I approach my work. Same in same in what we see it all the time in the rugby league teams. Yep. The one who's you know, might be have all the ability in the world suddenly feels like he hasn't connected or have has that care factor in there. Yep. They float away. It's they hard to away. stay, you know. So that, I look at that. With as far as my routine, I'm really lucky. I I'm I love Farming. Yeah. Grew up on a farm. Fortunate enough, I got a farm in the hills behind Byron. For me, my escape is every morning, mate, I get up, feed my chooks, feed my horses, check my cows. Doesn't matter if it's pouring rain or, you know, blowing a gale. They rely on me to 
no one's going to feed them if I don't feed them. And, mate, it doesn't – every day I will do that without fail. Yeah, right. And that's my – that's my happy place. What time do you do this? Mate, half past six in the morning, I'm out there, yep. gumboots on. How you know, we just had two weeks of rain, mate. So there's been mornings there the last two weeks of non-stop rain. It's like, oh, God. Yep. But, mate, and you're still pretty active. I know you play a bit of touch. Yeah, still play, still play Oztag, still play soccer. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. another great outlet for me. Nothing makes me happier than a Monday night at Oztag, just going back and connecting with your true connecting mates. Connecting with your mates, yeah. You know, in that team environment, it's priceless. Yeah, yeah. You know, where you yeah. just go back and, you know what, you spend, you go, go up to the, the, the Seagulls Clubhouse after the game and you spend an hour evaluating, you know, a game of Oztag as a washed up, you yeah. know, middle-aged man. But it's good. Yeah. It's just, it's real. Yeah, it's real. You know, yeah. and I, I mean, that's, again, we, I find as business has got bigger, the pressures have got bigger and all the external factors of weight in the game, I now crave out that genuineness, that yeah. What what made me happy? What made me happy before all this business grew, before all this success, is the same thing that makes me happy now. It's just that I'm I'm conscious that I don't want to lose that along this journey of chasing, you know, chasing the the the, the business growth and all the all the challenges that come with that. I just continually keep that in my mind, you know, no matter how business busy things are, yeah. I'll jump in that car without fail, leave a meeting. To you know, half past five, head to Ballin on Monday night to play Oztag. Yeah, nothing gets in the way, because that's the one thing that still keeps me grounded and keeps you happy. Yeah, yeah, and, and of course about, my family. You know? I was going to say, uh, family. I mean, I don't know what this would be like because my kids have never experienced dad going from a very small business to a global business that's grown a thousand percent. How have your kids handled? You know, because they're country kids, you know. We yeah. said Byron's yeah. a bit of a country town like that. I've met your kids, very down to earth. Do they know Dad's a multi-squillionaire? <laughs> or or how, have you, how are you raising your kids? Yeah, look, the good thing about my kids is about, you know, I'm fortunate is my kids will still put shit on me as much as yeah, nice. anyone. And in their, in their minds, Dad's a, Dad's a dope and Mum's smart. Yeah, you know, mum, mum is who you go to to help for homework. Yeah, dad's who you go to if you want a good time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so in their eyes, not too much has changed. Look, and I mean, nothing has changed. Yeah, their kids, and I mean, we've just been lucky enough to have a successful business. And um, you know, I sort of people ask me about would you get your kids into your business? You know, I, I love my kids every everywhere. So my kids have got to make their own pathway in life. You know, yeah, yeah. I certainly know. A life, and I see it. I see a lot of these kids who've had successful parents and had it handed to them. You know, there's a lot of these crew around Byron. We call them trustafarians, right? Yeah. It's pretty sad. Some of these people they they haven't had to go out and carve out a life or yeah. find out how do they make their way in the world. You know. Yeah. So I'm really conscious with my kids. You know, this they'll go out and find their way. Yeah. And and learn what it's like to to survive and live. Survive, you know. Yeah. Because I think you you sort of that's all part of life. I mean our our hardships and our challenges that we've both of us you know all of us yep. go through. That's what moulds us into being who we are. Yeah. And if you don't yeah. have that, I don't know whether it's I don't know whether you can appreciate when you do have a a good side to it. I'm not saying put people. I, I don't want anyone to go back through the struggles that I lived through. Yeah. Because yep. I don't know what. You know, fortunately, I, I guess I'm one of those people who's conditioned as, as you know you are with a a mind that can deal with. 
mm. adversity. Yeah. I don't know what everyone else can do with that, you know, down and out, wondering where your next dollar's coming for you. That's not everyone's cup of tea either. And that, and that sort of, people always say to me, How, what makes you different? How did you end up doing this? I think no, no matter what it is, even doesn't matter what it's been throughout life, even when I've been in my toughest, roughest part of life, I still see that there's positivity or there's an upside. Yeah. People say, yeah. how can you even, you know, you got, you, even when I was on the bones of my ass, you know, yeah. I was always going, I was always looking forward, going, no, no, this, kind of, this thing's going to kill it. And it's more enjoyable when it happens yeah. because it, there's a bit of pain to go through to get there. Yeah, and but I have it, it, yeah. It's like any athlete, any team. You know, I've been with teams where we might be struggling, but we know it's going to be even better because of the pain we've had to go through to get there. And when the, the, the journey. The journey. And then we have a little saying, those who work the hardest are the happiest people. Yeah. You can see it. You can feel it. Like you see a... You see a team when they they do something special. You see an athlete. You see a fighter at the end of a fight. Like exactly. That. Whoever's worked the hardest usually becomes the happiest person. And, and what's the other thing? I mean, the other thing that you know, I really, truly believe in, if you approach something in a negative way, if you're negative, I guarantee you you're going to attract negativity. I don't care how hard you try, how much, how much great of idea you've got. If you carry a negative approach or you talk, you outwardly put out that negative vibe, it's going to come back negative in spadefuls, you know? Yeah, because you were outwardly putting out positive vibes from day one and it attracted more positivity and next exactly. thing you've grown a thousand percent. A positive. Yeah. And you know yourself. I mean, we touched on it before the interview here today. Yeah. There's no coincidence. We talked about it being energised. Yeah. Because... We, you know, you're energised, you want to surround yourself with positive people. We're, yeah. we're drawn to, you know, I love catching up with you. You're positive. Yeah. Because, you know, we, we sort of talk about these crew that we like who have an influence on our lives. Yeah. We seek them out because they're positive. Could that be our final bit of advice to you? Because I know you mentor some world-class athletes yourself privately on a business front and a personal front. I know you do a bit of that and we won't drop names, but I know you do it. Is that probably your biggest piece of advice is surround yourself with good people? Mate, surround people. yourself with positive people and no matter what the situation is, I can guarantee you, you'll, if you look deep enough, you can find a positive or a way out that's going to be positive, you know? And if you stay in that headspace, you can deal with anything. Adversity can come your way, but you always fight your way out of it. The, the, the day you concede and you go... I'm changing this to a negative. It's going to be a long path to get back up out of it, you know. So simple, simple approach. Sounds a bit airy-fairy, but you and I live by you live it. and breathe it. Let's, you know, try that and see how it goes for you. I love it. Great way to finish. And by no surprise, listeners, this show will not be sponsored by anybody. <laughs> this show is brought to you by Tripadeal. You can find them, Google them, Tripadeal. Uh, where can they find it? Tripledeal.com.au. .au, .au. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's not hard to find. Not easy. I, I, not I, easy. Easy I, enough. No. I, I see your yeah. brand everywhere I look. That's fantastic, mate. Loved having you on this show. I, I can't wait to. I just know this will inspire people, not only business, sport, in all areas. So thanks very much, mate. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. Legend.
We'd like to thank the sponsor of this podcast, TripAdeal. They make travel dreams come true. Find great deals and holiday packages at amazing prices with award-winning online travel agent, tripadeal.com.au. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of GTE with Hayden Knowles. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave us a five-star review to help grow the team.